just because we get around Talking about my generation Please ain't do look awful Talking about my generation I hope I die before I get old Talking about my generation Hello all, welcome back to Talking About My Generation Um... <laughs> I know it's been a while since I've been away. Uh, we've had a lot of issues with um, the hosts walking away and things going on with life. And unfortunately, a lot of this has kind of gotten by the wayside. However, we are starting back up. Uh, I'm looking to try and get back into podcasting again here. And I wanted to throw in and just talk to everybody today. Um, today's... Today being Monday, Monday, November 11th, or November 12th, excuse me, November 12th, 2018. <sighs> what a day. I'm sure most of you have seen the news by now. It's been all over. Uh, Facebook has had it all over. San Diego Comic-Con International, um, Hollywood Reporter, all sorts of sites. They've all been reporting. Even ABC News. This was the third news subject out there for their lead stories. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Stanley Lieber, a.k.a. Stan Lee, who was basically the head and brains, in a sense. He was the figurehead behind Marvel Comics. Um, man... Passed away today at 95. Uh, very hard for a lot of people, I think. And it's just it's kind of a surprise that this happened to some people. But again, the man was 95, guys. He lived a nice, long life. And even up until last year, he was still making uh, con appearances. You know, he was going out. He wanted to actually do a con appearance up in Toronto. And I think he said he was done. Um... Right now, as of as of as of uh, eight o'clock this evening Pacific time, I don't know what the cause of death is. Nobody really knows. I'm going to just say, hey, something gave out. At 95 years old, the man was still working, walking around. He was still traveling the cons. He was still making things work. <laughs> you know, for people to go, oh, maybe there was drugs in the system. Maybe there was this. Yeah, if there were drugs in the system. It's going to be prescription drugs that the guy had to keep him alive longer, okay? Let's let that one be. Let's just face it. Maybe he had a heart attack. I don't know. You know, maybe he had a stroke. All I know is that he ended up in the hospital and he was dead on arrival. But let's let's not dwell on that. Let's talk for a little bit about what Stan did and what he created and what he was. Stan was... He was really interesting. I I had... Actually, several chances to meet the man. Uh, I've actually, I actually interacted with him several times. Uh, <laughs> one of the first times I interacted with him was probably, oh, 1998, I want to say it was. And my mom and my grandmother, which <laughs> that in and of itself is interesting. My grandmother and my mom and my family, we all went to Comic-Con. And this is back in the days when... You wanted to go to Comic-Con? Great, you walked down, you could buy a ticket to San Diego Comic-Con that day. You didn't have this nonsense of waiting in line in, in a waiting room online and praying that you got to get in to get tickets. And 
yeah, the the days of going for me are long, long gone. It seems. Um, I'm hoping for a press pass this year, thanks to the podcast. We'll see what happens. But it, it back in 1998, my grandmother, my mom, and I. We're sitting down, we were walking through the convention center, and my mom said, let's sit down, let's eat something. I said, okay. You know, they went over, they got, I want to say, like a piece of pizza or something like that, the expensive Comic-Con booth, and I refused to pay for it because it was like 11 bucks at the time, which nowadays we're going, holy crap, that's cheap for con food. <laughs> but we sat down, we ate, and this old man come over, very nice man, came over, and he asked if he could sit down and share our table with us. We said, sure, no problem, have a seat. You know, and he's he's sitting there and he started making a little conversation with my grandmother about, you know, why she was here. And I think my grandmother had said at the time that she was there to see Sandra Peterson, who was Elvira. And, you know, so he's he's there and he goes, oh, that's really great. And he looks at me and he says, well, young man, what comics do you read? And I says, well, I like Marvel comics. And he goes, oh, great. You know, well, Excelsior. You know, and I listened to it and I says, okay, Excelsior, great. I had no idea. No idea who this guy was. You know, and he, he says, you know, he started chatting with my mom and asking her how she enjoyed Comic-Con and why she was there. And she basically said she was there for fun, for seeing all, seeing all the people and seeing the freebies and, you know, getting the free stuff. That was how my mom was. And he looks at me and he goes, well, son, you know, make my Marvel and Excelsior and you have a good time. I have to go attend a panel here. I've got to make sure I get to my panel. He says, okay, well, nice meeting you. And he got up and left the table. And about two minutes later, somebody came over to us and said, uh, you do realize who that was? And we said, no, we have no idea who that was. The guy says, that was Stan Lee. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was Stan Lee. You guys just met Stan Lee. Uh, wow. Had no idea who, no idea that that was him at the time. Blew my mind. Um, you know, that was probably the first time we met him. Uh, another time, we happened to be walking by the Marvel booth, and he was there, and he, you know, he, we saw him, and we saw Judy Tenuta, and they were interviewing Stan Lee for ABC 10 News, the local news station here in San Diego for ABC. And they were interviewing him, and they had, they had this weather girl who was... She had, like, the goofiest hairstyles. I remember that. I can't for the life of me remember her. Little blonde thing that they had, and she would wear these weird hairstyles. But she's interviewing Stan Lee, and he's just, he's, you know, he was the most pleasant person. And they had Judy Tenuta waiting in the wings, trying to talk to 10 News as well, trying to get herself on, which was kind of funny because she had had a whole incident with um, some sort of comedy awards or something like that where she... She talked ill about uh, Dr. Pepper and was pulled off, and so she kind of faded away into into nothingness. Although, from what I understand, she's still doing voiceovers and such now, which is great. Good for you, Miss Tenuta. <laughs> but, you know, that was the second time of us kind of interacting with Stan Lee and just seeing him and talking to him and saying, you know, we love your comics and all this. And that was that was really it. It was not a big deal. It was not... You know, we knew who Stan Lee was at that point, and we knew that he was, unfortunately, he was kind of on the outs at that point in time with Marvel. And I know that sounds funny to hear, but Marvel, back in 1998, they went bankrupt, and they declared bankruptcy. And when they did so, they parted ways with Stan Lee, and they said, 
You know, we don't want to have anything to do with you. We want to walk away from this. And so they kind of ousted Stan Lee as the head of Marvel. And, you know, fortunately, eventually, the, a couple of years later, they came to their senses and they brought him back. And Stan had gone off to do some other things where he, he had done this um, series of stories called Lightspeed, and it was part of pop entertainment. And some of the stuff was just goofy as all hell. But it was it was typical Stan Lee characters. You know, it was stuff that felt like like Peter Parker and, you know, Bruce Banner and the Hulk and Fantastic Four. It kind of had those feels to it. You got that it was a comic book hero and, and you got that there were villains and such. It's really unfortunate that he's, that he's gone and we can't really discuss this anymore with him as to where he wanted to go with those. But Marvel brought him back, and it was in 2011 that was my last time of meeting Stan. And this time I'd actually gone through, and Norton, Norton antivirus. <laughs> here's here's some really interesting marketing, how they got this, but they, they went ahead and they hired Stan, they got him to sign some comics, some Captain America comics, which... There's an irony in this, because Stan didn't create Captain America. He wrote for them, but he did not create Captain America. Okay, he had, you know, he had Fantastic Four, he had the Hulk, he had Spider-Man, he had Thor. He didn't do Captain America. But he wrote the story for it and put it out, and he signed this little comic book that Norton was giving away. And I entered the contest and said, you know, they said, well, you have a chance to stand up on stage at the Marvel booth and ask Stan a question. And so I I remember asking him about how he felt digital comics were affecting the world and whether that was going to be a problem for Marvel sales and whatnot. And he says, no, I see digital comics as just being another method, another form of the comics. It's not going to go away. People are still going to buy the comics. The collecting is going to change. But, you know... We've known about that for years. It's not anything special. Comics, Comic-Con conventions, they're not about the comics anymore. They're, they're about the comic book movies. They're about the, they're about the show and the, the glitz and the glamour that comes along with it. It's, it's been that way ever since, God, I want to say early 2000s when we had Angelina Jolie show up at Comic-Con for Tomb Raider. And that was really when things blew up. Um, just, a lot of a lot of good stuff, I think, that came out of Stanley, and for him to be gone at this point, well, you know, the man is gone. What can we say? Other than you know, we all know of him. I think a lot of people know of him as being in all the different Marvel movies. You know, there there have been a few that he wasn't in, and I'll I'll bring that up here because there was a Punisher movie, there was a Punisher War Zone movie. They left him out of those, and there's a reason for it. They Marvel didn't really want to have anything to do with those. Um, the original Punisher movie that they did had Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher as Frank Castle. Um, they kind of avoided. They kind of avoided putting Stan in that one. Uh, you know that was done back in the early mid '80s. Uh, you know. Just they avoided that. I think that I don't think he showed up. I would have to go back and look to be sure whether he was in the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance movie, which was the second one with Nicolas Cage. But you know, just we all know Stan because of his his cameos. 
his last one that they that they did that I could see, you know, that they actually put him in the Sony Spider-Man game, and he shows up for a quick thing as as like a maitre d' or waiter at this at this restaurant where Peter and Mary Jane are showing up. And it's a nice touch. It was very, very nice they put him in. And I think that's probably going to be the one of the nicer memories that I see of him. Um, I know that they have recorded a bunch of different things that are supposed to be going on for years after Stan passed. Uh, cameos within a lot of the different movies for for Fox, for the, for, uh, the X-Men, for uh, the Avengers, for, you know, all these other movies. But I don't know whether they should really put him in. I think that, you know, we've all we've all kind of been waiting for this time. We all have talked about it and joked about it that, oh, my God, when Stan Lee finally dies, what's going to happen? They're not going to be able to put him in any of the films anymore. And I think right now with where it is, I think with uh, Infinity War being where they had it and they had this huge snap, and if you haven't seen it, sorry, spoiler alert, half the world dies. You know, half the universe dies and disappears. A lot of characters are gone. Stan Lee, Stan Lee is gone, I think, and I think that they need to maybe put in him fading away like Sam Jackson did, or like Nick Fury did, like, uh, you know, some of the other characters that were there. You know, maybe have that happen. I think that would be appropriate, fitting, and we're going to see in the next film, for sure, something that says, you know, hey, in memory of Stan, Stan Lieber, Stan Lee, and I think that's going to be a big thing for people. Um, so, welcome back, folks. <laughs> you know, this is life, this is things that go on, but I wanted to get this out there and just kind of talk for a little bit about Stan Lee. Um, if you're listening and you have memories that you want to share with us, please Go out to our website. Go to MyGenerationPodcast.com. Write on this episode. Tell us what you remember of Stan Lee. Um, I'm going to post up some pictures that I have of me and him on stage. Uh, you know, I, I'm i still tickled pink that I was able to meet the man. And yes, there's thousands of fans out there that have met him. Thousands of people that have seen him in person walking through the con floors. You know, he's he was known. He was definitely known. And I'm glad, like I said, that I was one of these people who got to meet him. You know, and that's, that means a lot for me. So, anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and sign off now. But I want to thank you all for taking the time just to listen to this. And, like I said, share your memories of Stan. Write in. If you guys want to do a quick blurb of your own and talk, to, talk at us, I'll put your blurb in here. We'll put it on. We'll put it on the air here. Okay? Talk to you guys later. Bye.